Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great mind. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Welcome to Spout Lore, everybody. My name's Sean O'Hara. I am your game master, and with me, as always, players... Abdul. Hello. Jessica. Hello. And returning guest character slash player, Mark. Hey, guys. And we join our heroes in the security office of the High Spear Mall, where Shethane Wick, head of security, has just started wrangling our two intrepid heroes into some busy work at the mall. You guys know how to take care of a bee problem. Yeah, we have some experience with fire bees. Yeah, we have quite a lot of experience with fire bees we have somewhere between some and quite a lot of experience with fire bees all right uh, you guys know how to run a steamer a bee steamer uh, that's okay good so <laughs> i need some help if you help me with the bee problem i will help you with the friend problem yeah yeah we're into it all right we're gonna shake on it yes I... and then i guess we do a three-way yeah. shake all right this is how we seal deals sure <laughs> Shake my hand. Okay. Shake. Now, Billy, put yours in. Whoa. They're All doing right. this in real life. And, and Tantamile, <laughs> Tantam the beaver cat's head, kind of, she lifts off of her pillow. Wait, she has can Tantamile's hand come in, too, on top of it? And then we're yeah. all like, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah she has this creepy extra claw thumb thing that kind of scratches up. So, so Tantamile is your beaver cat, and she's big, right? Yeah, she's she, big. She's like a mountain lion Mountain lion sized. Mm, I don't like her. Yeah, Wicker is kind of like... Uh, I think... But Wicker, uh, Tantamile really seems to to like Wicker. It's oh, nice to have. Yeah. Okay. So she's she's, she's like, not giving off like yeah, predator she's vibes. She's purring and she's just kind of. Okay. Now she's getting out of her little hut, her little house, and she's kind of turning around in the corner and she's having a look at Wicker and she's. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's another cool little animal friend. Okay. Wicker's kind of walking around. She was she she jumped up on Tuck's shoulders when Tantamile came out of her her hut and she's sort of walking around like. And I have wild empathy. What does that do? So uh, you can speak with and understand animals. Oh. Holy shit. So, and that's a- uh, Whoa. That's, yeah. And I've had that, I'm a level five, and I've had that since level one, so I'm pretty good at, uh, so I have a good idea of what Tantamile's uh, saying. So. Yeah. Can I pet this Tantamile? Oh, yeah. yeah. Tantamile's pettable? Yeah. Like rippling muscle underneath fur. Like, oh, yeah. It's like... very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Tough, but she's fairly docile. It yeah, sounds she's like she's very, very calm. gentle. Okay. Yeah. Is she's she on just the... like several times bigger than me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot bigger than Billy. Yeah. Um. Because I know you know cougars aren't enormous, but compared to a small boy, <laughs> they're pretty big. Yeah. She's she's rubbing her head against you and it's kind of pushing you around the room. <laughs> yeah. She but she really is. really likes you. <laughs> Wonderful. So what needs to happen so, before uh, they can? I've come back. I've got two folders. Uh-huh. Um. With pens. Ready? 
uh-huh. and uh, just some paperwork for you guys to fill out before I can put you into the employ of the mall and, and give you assignments. So okay. uh, if you could both fill these out. And, okay. Then I, just... I get that to the HR department. Uh, and then I'll get back to you guys with uh, name tags. We can probably get them produced oh today. Okay. Uh, you wear them on your lanyards as official employees of mall security, and then I'll be able to give you your assignment in the food court. Nice. Do we get weapons as mall security Well, I've, I'm confiscating everything that you have, but uh, one of the perks of mall security is anything from the lost and found locker that you guys think you might need for work. Oh. Uh, pretty much help yourselves. You do have to fill out a form for each item uh, yeah. and make sure that the inventory is appropriate. But Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to fill out this form, and then I'm going to check out what kind of fucking scratch we got up in the Lost and Found. I just take the ink bottle off the desk, and I smear it on my body, and I lay out the papers, <laughs> and then I just lay on it, and then that's it, because I'm like... I told you I don't know how to write. And then I look I look at the blotches that Billy made on his. I was like, Billy, look, this one looks like a horse. Nice. <laughs> Woo. And I make it I make it run on a paper. Cute. Fun. <laughs> Cute. All right, if you guys are done, I'll just take the folders. We'll send them up to HR and we'll get those name tags. Cool. Right sounds up. good. I I put it, my stuff in and I give it to him, right. but I uh, hope he doesn't look at it because I did not do that. <laughs> and then a, another montage and then uh, two name tags show up and one has a blotch on it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. There's where, where it says name. There's one other. that, yeah, one says Tacoma Dome and the other is a splotch. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And so there you go. And your name tags, guys. All right. My friend Trevor, you met him when you came in. Um, he's got a lovely little restaurant in the food court there. He's got a uh, fire bee problem, infestation in the wall. I need it. Uh, I need it eliminated. And what is Trevor's uh, meat place called? It's called uh, Michael's Meats. Who's Michael? Trevor's older brother. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so yeah, Michael's Meats, that's the situation. It is um, fairly close by, thankfully, because you're sort of in the food court area. It's on the other side of the food court across from security. And do you just head over there now? I have a lot of paperwork to deal with. I might yeah. just point on the... Uh... Oh, you're not going with them? You're no. not going to... You help should go the... with us. Yeah. Because otherwise, how are you going to see if I... we're any good? Yeah. Also, I lift the steamer and I was like, this is a lot more complicated. Oh than my the God. There's used. only one thing. You put the water in and then you put the charcoal on fire. And, and then... the... Okay. And then I... Is there a water tap inside? In... inside? All right. I'm going to come in. <laughs> <laughs> So he took all, did Billy, Billy didn't seem interested in having his weapons confiscated. No, he didn't. Did he hide anything on him? Yeah, he just put it all under the cloak. Okay. Under his toga as well. Two, 2d6 plus dexterity. For it to hide? If, you were, if you're wanting to hide your stuff on Alrighty, you. Alrighty then. Yeah. 10. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have no trouble like arranging your weapons uh, in a way that mean, that he couldn't see. Cool. Yeah, so you've got like... You know, you put stuff like in the small of your back and like under your arms. So it's all kind of hidden. Mm-hmm. But Tacoma, you are totally stripped of all your weapons. But yeah, you have the opportunity to take something from lost and found, I guess. Cool. Okay, so I'm going through it. Um, what Mark, do I see? Mark, there's, some, there's some good shit in there. Yeah, you get a... Uh, you're just looking for like a weapon yes. of some kind? Or just whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm just interested. Okay, there's a bag of little square pieces of metal that you don't really recognize. Um, there is, uh, what looks like it's just a big glove with some wooden bits attached to like the knuckles in the back. Nice. There is, uh, just a big club with like a man's face carved into it. (laughs) There is, um, a, a box of metal balls. 
that are pretty heavy. Uh huh. There's a crossbow that looks very complicated. Okay. There is um three wooden poles connected by chains. Uh huh. And there is like a sharp metal disc. Oh, cool. Um, I'm I'm gonna take the uh the the glove with the wooden bits on. Yeah, it? and the crossbow. Okay. So I yeah I have a crossbow and this glove yeah. thing. And I'm like I'm like cool. Do I look cool? Yeah, you look uh, very, very cool. It's exactly cool enough to deal with this. I strike a couple <laughs> of poses. Right. I'm like, hey, look, look at me. All right, uh, are you guys ready? Uh, <laughs> Does your little friend uh, want anything out of the? Uh... I honestly wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can see that little Billy's just not all that interested in He's stuff. Not. It's probably still distracted. He's... So just lock. I'll just lock the locker back up, and I'll just grab my pop my cloak on and um oh yeah so he puts this cloak on and billy you take notice of this Mm -hmm. he has a cloak that is soft and supple Mm -hmm. and uh like a greenish gray and looks exactly like the blanket you stole from maggie cole's room but like you know cloak sized okay yeah Hmm. that same beautiful soft looking material that uh, that Tacoma's been holding on to for a little bit now, and uh, so and then you just head out. Yeah, to we just the head out. B I zone. Might leave my bow in the corner, and I've just got my little got my daggers on yep. my hip, and we head off across the atrium to the food court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and you push through sort of the crowds of diners and you know people with various kinds of food from all the different shops and just regular shoppers and rough looking folk that make the mall their home. As we're walking, can I just like make small talk with him? Sure. So what's your deal? Do you have a wife or what? Um, no. No. No wife. Nice. Are no. you into dudes? No, not into dudes. Yeah, so you're just bad with women? Wow. Here we are at at, at the meat shop. All right. <laughs> um, look, we got here. Yeah, it's just got one of those big open like counters in the front, like any sort of mall food place. And there's nobody there, and the lights are off mo- while the you know the lamps are extinguished. You ring the bell, and Trevor comes down. He's like, "Okay, yeah, it's about this is what I thought. You just you know, you do a little Trevor puts the screws to you, and you finally get stuff done. I'm glad to see you're here to do some work." Yeah, they are experts. So they tell me experts. Yes, with fire bees. You tell me this little kid and this big guy. These are bee experts. They are bee experts all right well come this way and he leads you into the back there's like fryers and stuff like that hot counters and weird little stoves and he takes you into the back storage room or he opens the door to the back storage room and he goes so just go in there turn left and you'll uh, you'll see the problem but i'm not going in i'm not dealing with that so all right let me know the, when you're done. does the steamer have water in it <laughs> yes there's water in it okay yeah is yeah. there a tea kettle nearby uh, yeah, actually, there's like a big kettle of water. Okay, I'm just yeah. going to like turn that on. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's like starting to, it, it, you know, it opens up and there's this little click, click, click. And then there's a flame cool. and it starts to heat up. All right. Yeah. Is and, there, wait, yeah, there's water in the tea kettle. Yeah, there okay, is. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So it's, uh, it's, it's starting to bubble away and you look in through the storeroom. You start to smell that honey smell that hot honey smell Ooh. takes me back <laughs> not falling for that again <laughs> and uh and you look in one corner of this big storeroom with stacks of boxes and and pots and pans and that and all along the far, far corner is this big papery smoky mound you guys the one you saw a, a honeybee hive it was in a box mm-hmm. but now it's like you look it's like charred woody sort of paper mm. and there are little 
slightly glowing bees crawling all along the outside and buzzing around. Mm. And it's pretty large. It's sizable. Wow. How the hell did this happen? <laughs> He's like, I don't even, you know, you uh, one day I, I closed up shop for the weekend and I came back and there was a fire behind. Mm. This happened in a weekend? This happened in the weekend. Wow. This is wild. That's it's what I was saying. I, this seems suspicious to me, so I want to uh, look around to mm-hmm. see what's what's going on. You want to discern realities? Yes, that is the term. Yeah. Uh, 11 plus wisdom, 12. Yeah, Whoa. damn, that's a lot. So yeah, yeah, you get three questions off the um, discern realities list. The questions are, okay. what happened here recently? <laughs> what is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be. Okay, well, I'm going to ask. I'm just going to be like, this is so weird that it happened in a weekend. What here is not what it appears to be. Having dealt with these bees before, you see in the paper of the hive, this all wasn't formed naturally in this room. You see a big chunk that looks like it is a hive that already existed that was put in place and then the bees built around it. Mm. And then I talked to Trevor. I'm like, hey, look, there's like a there's a core hive that there's someone put that here. Oh, he's like, this is what I was trying to tell this piece of garbage over here. This is extortion. Well, I, I don't know what that means, but okay. That I didn't pay money to the right people. Now they're putting fire bees in my store. Trying to get, get Trevor on the payroll or get on Trevor's payroll and Trevor is not having any of it. That's me. Okay. I, I overhear this and this, this, I come around, have a look and uh, this was not what I'd expected to see. I thought it would have been a real problem a mm-hmm. real fire bee infestation uh-huh. i don't think it's cool that this has happened and i mm-hmm. didn't know it was happening mm-hmm. and then i i look around some more and i start thinking uh <laughs> what i was just laughing because you're like you've got the paper like right up against your face like i just look around and i think that it would be interesting to what is about to happen <laughs> <laughs> what who i guess who is my question who's in control of the all of these bees um so you're like who could have done this yeah and Trevor's like, well, hmm, it's an interesting. Qu- if I think about it, it does sort of line up with um, Abdul. Give me a name of one of the food court. Uh, so we don't. We're moving away from uh, food chains no. that exist, right? <laughs> yeah, preferably. we can't do that. Okay, uh, so it's a food. It's chefs that. Yeah. So and, the, pick... and they style themselves as lords and ladies and queens and kings and emperors. And oh, okay, so the uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, Oh, meat, uh, the meat boys. He's like, this is the hot meat boys. (laughs) Okay. Hot meat boys of wet, of the Western high sphere. No, I'm not done. (laughs) No, but you're, you're telling me a name that Trevor is going to tell you. Yeah. You're done. (laughs) No, no, no. Hot meat boys of the Western mall. All right. Of high sphere. Okay. We sell hot meat. (laughs) Okay. Trevor's like, you know, a couple days ago, some of the, some of the hot meat boys. <laughs> they came and they said, "Hey, Trevor, we need your meat on our in our gang, and you got to pay us some money, or something's gonna happen to your meat." And I said, "Get out of here, you scamps!" And I think this was them. The hot meat boys. Okay. The hot meat boys. What here is useful or valuable to me? Mm. So there's a tub near the beehive. And you know that the core hive is sort of sitting in these little structures the bees have made. Uh-huh. And if you were to cut those out, you might be able to deal with the core hive by pouring mm. it in boiling water. Billy, what do you think? Yes, let's do that. <laughs> but I boiled this water 
And so we should use the steam as protection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll pump the steam from the boiling water into the into the hive, mm-hmm. just so the bees aren't crazy when we yeah. cut the hive out. And then, oh, you don't have any weapons on you, right? I have this uh, crossbow okay. and this wood, like this these brass knuckles that are wood. <laughs> what do you need? Yeah, I have a dagger and one throwing dagger, and we could use that okay. to cut this hive off. Okay, yeah, all right, it's a great idea. Take the dagger? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, Shethane, uh, this kid pulls a knife out of his coat. But I'm I'm sufficiently impressed by their <laughs> level. For, assuming what they look like from the outside, their level of uh, obvious incompetence uh, to how they're actually coming up with a solution to this problem. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to let it roll. <laughs> this looks like it might actually work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this whole scenario is going to be a defy danger wisdom. Okay. Uh, to sort of follow the procedures. Uh, nine. Nine. Do you want to aid or interfere? Or sure, I'll like aid. So you're yeah. aiding with the 2d6 plus the bonds that you have with Billy? Uh, six uh, plus two is eight. Eight. Okay, so yeah, that gives you the plus one, which is a 10 and an unmitigated success. You, your plan kind of goes off without a hitch, more or less. Like you fill this tub with boiling water from the kettle, which is like a big like big kettle not like a tea kettle like a big metal cauldron sort of thing Mm -hmm. so you dump all the water in there and you're pumping steam into the room yeah yeah and the bees their glow subsides a little bit as you start to steam up the room you use billy's dagger and cut the core hive that you saw buried in there loose and it tumbles right down yeah it just dumps in the water the bees try to climb out of the water but you know they're wet and Mm -hmm. the kind of kind of yeah once the hive hits the water too it starts to like bubble even more like Ugh. as the fire bees start to go out but they're giving off their last bursts of heat but as you're cutting through Tacoma you like cut through a section and the fire bee honey gets on your hand okay and uh like on the back of your hand and like kind Is of it down on your the gloved wrist. hand or the other hand uh, would you be cutting with your gloved hand? I would be cutting with the gloved okay. hand. Okay. Yeah, you're wearing a glove. So yeah. it, it hits there. And as we've talked about with Fire Bee Honey, once it settles, it doesn't come off. Uh-huh. So it sort of pours down this glove and hardens up. Okay. Uh. Yeah. But you were wearing the glove and the plan went well enough that you don't get any on your skin. Is the glove now hardened in a, like a, like, am I stuck with the knife and the glove? Yeah. It's like hardened around okay. the knife that you were holding. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's also stuff on the wall that's just not coming off. Like the honey's starting to harden. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, I, guess uh, I, I start panicking. I start scraping <laughs> fast. Okay. Like, I go, shit. Yeah. Uh, and there's a point where th- now that the hive is gone yeah. and the bees are starting, the bees have left or died. There's a point where you're scraping, 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 and the knife starts to get stuck in the honey. Uh, 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 uh-oh. Can I, like, spout... Because I can't remember too much about the honey. Mm-hmm. Can I, like, spout lore or something about the honey? Yeah, sure. Like, what do you want to know I about I want to know if there's a way that I can, like, soften the honey so that he can get his hand out. Oh, yeah, sure. You can, um, you could roll a... Because you guys, yeah, that is something you didn't learn at the... <laughs> the hive was exactly how it's processed. But yeah, you can roll 2d6 oh, plus No, it, it is oh, explicitly they just, said. They just ignored it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so... We uh, have forgotten. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, 2d6 plus intelligence. Okay. For a spout lore. Okay, nine. Okay, nine. So uh, oh. you do know that alcohol is involved okay. in, the so- in the processing and softening of fire bee honey. Okay. You don't remember exactly how to do it, but you know that alcohol is involved. I tell 
tuck. I'll I'll be right back. <laughs> Super quick. Uh, and then I run around to the shelves and I'm looking okay. for a bunch of alcohol. If he has <laughs> okay. any booze and or I'm anything, gonna, I'll, yeah. I'll ask you what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. What are you What are you doing? What are you Where Where do you store your booze? Your liquor? He's like, Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't drink on the job. Sure you do. <laughs> Look at you. Hey. <laughs> You little shit. <laughs> and Chithane reaches into his hip pocket and oh. pulls out a small flask. With Okay, I might need a bit more. Thank you, but I might need more. Trevor, where do you keep it? <sighs> okay, don't tell nobody. Okay. And he goes and he, he like uh, lifts up the little box that he keeps money in. He lifts it up and there's just a bottle lying on the counter. And when he holds it up, he's, you see that there's like a hole cut out of the bottom of the bo- the money box. Wow. He's like, here, just don't use it all. Wait, okay. there's a hole in the bottom of your safe? It's like a false hole. Don't worry. It's not a safe. It's a box I keep money in. It's a safe. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's different. Wait, did you compromise the effectiveness of a place you store money so you could hide alcohol? It's different. And he just gives you the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you run back in. Yeah, I do. And, and uh, I, when Billy runs back, can I whisper to him? Yes. I think Trevor is an alcoholic. I know we should. We should maybe talk to him. Maybe tell him like to think of his family. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tuck, do I just pour this on your hand? I think so. I okay. think I, I remember that. Okay, so I just <laughs> open both the balls and I'm just like dribbling all over. Him. Yeah, it's uh, it's not perfect. Uh-huh. Cause it's not, that's not the whole process is just pouring alcohol <laughs> on it. Yeah. But, um, you get your, you know, you get your hand moving enough that you can, uh, get the knife out of there. Uh huh. But the, now the glove is stuck like this. Okay. I guess. And then I, I hold it up. I'm like, good enough. Okay. Why don't you just take <laughs> it, the glove off? Can, can I take the glove off? Yeah. Okay. I guess I, I wipe it against a counter. I wipe, I slam it on the food prep area and I start just trying to, I start scraping. So my hand will slip out yeah, of the glove. It like catches on a thing and then pulls off and then the glove is stuck to this counter. And then I go to Trevor. I'm like, it's fine. I got the glove off. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh my God. I, is this the kind of work that we yeah. can expect from mall security thing? You wanted the bees gone. Well, I guess the bees are gone. What am I supposed to do with this hive? Take this, this hive. Is, uh, no, we did, this is not hive disposal. That's different. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I think... Uh, all right, just get out. Get out of here. Just go. You are still not welcome at my restaurant. Go. Get out. Nice, guys. Let's uh, let's get out of here. But I think I might take that knife. Oh, the honey knife that oh, belongs to Billy? I guess it's wrecked anyway. <laughs> you could take it. It's garbage now. It's trash. And then I just give the alcohol back to Trevor. And I'm like, think of your wife. <laughs> and then <laughs> I give Shethane back his, his flask. And you don't tell him to think it's... <laughs> no, because I overheard that he doesn't oh. have a wife, and so I don't know what he should be thinking about. Think of your beaver cat. Yeah, yeah think of that thing. Tantamal. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Tantamal's been sitting outside, waiting. With Wicker. With Wicker. Wicker yeah, and Tantamal have been friend. kind of purring and meowing at each other. <laughs> and um, She's napping. Yeah. Uh, you le- you, and you leave the store, the, the fire beehive dealt with for now. And I'm, I'm truly impressed. I was like, this is going to be a complete disaster that I would have to uh, take care of by myself, which in reality, I guess, is not all that difficult because he just sprayed water on them. But um, <laughs> it was a very easy problem to solve. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, Fire bees are pretty easy to handle. Yeah. I got I to gotta admit, I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs>
that you guys pulled it off. So uh, I'm also surprised that we pulled it off. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta look cool. <laughs> Would you guys be interested in maybe the longer term employment here? Uh, um, there are other situations that <clears throat> arise from time to time that need special skills from people that kind of don't really know what they're doing and will just try anything. So, uh, well, I that is certainly our MO. Uh, it's a kind offer, but we have a more pressing matter at hand. Our friend. Our friend. We lost our friend. You know, we could really use your help. I guess I, I need a few more details about what you think exactly happened. And uh, I've got connections in the mall with the right people in the right places. And we can, we could at least figure out whether something could be done. Look, man. Our friend, our best friend, died saving us, but he was in a shape-shifted state, so he might still be alive in the spirit world. Is that at all possible? So I, I believe what you're we're describing is possible, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it's possible to help fix this problem, because this is more than what I've ever really encountered, so uh, getting people back from changed states, so... We'll talk to some people. Uh, I do need some more immediate help, though, because as we all found out um, from the fire bee issue, we've got a problem with the uh, hot meat boys. <laughs> <laughs> and it is at this point, Tuck and uh, and Shethane are talking about it. You're kind of chilling with Tantamile and, and Wicker. Across the food court, you see the guy from the weapon check area with uh, a couple other people. And it's at this point, through your thiefy instincts you realize that you are being followed me thanks for listening everybody this has been spelt lore i am your game master sean o'hara with me as always players jessica bye abdul so long and mark see you later guys thank you for listening thank you to aaron reed of vancouver sunday service for the amazing intro and outro music thank you to our technical producer west lord and thank you to aaron magoo at heckler's bar and grill for letting us record in the upstairs ratfish lounge rest in peace Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. It sounded like you said Aaron died. Yeah. Uh, Aaron's alive. <laughs> Rat Ratfish is dead. Well, the lounge is dead. Aaron's alive. Aaron Magoo, may he live forever. Ratfish, rest in peace. Okay. Goodbye. Next week. See ya. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be for times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to hear some more Whilst you commute or do your chores